0: Hey, yo, it's OVA. Guys, Hi,
1: guys. My name is Promise. My name is Kelvin. And it's Kouli here. Hi, guys. This is Dozier. Are you listening to Me and My Guys Them podcast. Welcome, guys, to another brand new episode on the Me and My Guys Dem podcast. Um My name is Dozier. And for today, you will be hearing Promise's voice again as the moderator. You'll be hearing mine. Uh, Me and my guys, um guys. I'm here with Kouli Mihie. how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Hey, Kevin. Hi. How are you doing, Kevin?
2: You know, yo, yo. What's up? I'm good. I'm good.
1: And of course, I'm here with our first lady, our only lady, our beautiful.
2: Lady. Oh, wow.
1: Promise. How you doing? Hi, hi, guys.
3: I'm doing good. I'm how does good. it
1: feel to be like on the other side? You know, normally you would ask me how <laughs> I'm doing.
3: <there. laughs> I don't know. It's nice, and it's a relief yeah. to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so today, um hosting me and my guys, me and my guys are podcast and we're discussing the nigerian entertainment industry we're discussing prospects we're discussing challenges we're discussing growth so far so um yeah so me, what do you think about the nigerian entertainment industry what do you think about where it's come from to where it's currently is right now
0: um i think for in general because it's been it's been it's had it has been it has open um, up and down, uh, but I see there's this project is going, which is really good. I see um, uh, uh, people like in the movie industry stepping up to play bringing our movie with better content, telling better stories. And we still can't, like, keep it out from other people who have paid their dues in one way. We have people like Osita I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but he did, like, <laughs> you can see his meme and so many other people, Genevieve, Omotola, and, yeah, like, l- loads of other people, even coming down to the uh, music industry, it, uh, I think Nigeria has always um, had this flair that it would have done well and would have rank up there with even the Hollywood and different music industry in America and the likes. Because we have great artists, we have great mindsets, we are, we are such a creative people. We just are uh, maybe a bit of little, maybe taxation, copyright issues, and all of that has been a big factor to certain things.
1: Thanks for me, really. Um you you're right. You're right. You you're very right. We're very creative people. Um Kelvin, what do you think? What do you think about the Nigerian entertainment industry so far?
2: Yeah, um, I'm very big on entertainment. Um, partly because or, or I've always really loved entertainment and um in my I remember last two years in two thousand and nineteen, I wrote my final year project on entertainment law. So I really love that um whole um field and then i'm a creative myself so i relate to those people in the sector right so like i said like i always say entertainment industry in nigeria is like the only industry that works like every other thing aviation every other thing is failing but entertainment sector is the only sector that not just only works but keeps progressing right back in 2016 it contributed like 2.3 percent to nigeria's gdp and um, it grew to up to like $1 billion in 2020. I'm talking of the entire entertainment, arts, recreational sector, music, everything, you understand. So it's it's big and we have so much creatives. We have so many aspects. We have so much fields. The only problem I'm having with it, of course, is, is the Nigerian government because then we have poor regulatory laws and then the whole... The whole country style was progress, right? So I I, I love entertainment, entertainment and I feel it's the only industry that works. So like props, kudos to entertainment industry. Nigeria's entertainment industry is like wonderful.
1: Superb. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kelvin. Promise, what do you think? What do you think about the Nigerian entertainment industry? What's your assessment yeah, of it? Um,
3: yeah, for me, I think it's lovely. The entertainment industry's growth is lovely to see because in the past decades, we've seen a lot of issues. Like, I'm, I'm so happy that a lot of creatives are making more money than they used to. I mean, before we had a lot of piracy issues with yeah music, uh, musicians and all of that, like Alaba and all of that. But today, piracy of course still exists, but because of the advent of streaming platforms and all of that, it has become easier for artists to actually see their money. And um, same thing with the movie industry. I think I, I, I like how Nollywood. I like Nollywood's trajectory. I like where they're going. I like that movies are becoming better. Like a, a, a lot of Nollywood movies. I mean, the few I have seen in recent times. Yeah, they, know, they are better produced. I mean, if because we I mean I used to watch Nollywood a lot when I was growing up and there were a myriad of issues. They would be shooting and then you know, background noise, or you see somebody's shadow, just some really amateurish moves. But those things are almost non-existent today. I mean, the only thing is we're all like, okay, we need to have better storylines, we need to have better acting and all of that. But overall, I mean, it's it's lovely. And recently, um, Funky Akindele's movie, is it Omogeto?
1: Yeah, Omogeto, yeah.
3: broke serious of his records and it was it was lovely to see that a lot more people are you know our movies are getting on netflix our movies and it's it's lovely to see that our movies are kind of transcending beyond the nigerian space and going to the world so
1: it's been amazing to be honest it's 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 been um, amazing when you talk about growth especially when you look at it from um, a numerical standpoint i mean omogetu is like the highest charting movie um, in terms of highest most viewed movies, in terms of cinema runs, I think it it grossed now as we you know at the time of recording this podcast it grossed about four hundred sixty eight millionaire, and um, it's it's amazing thinking about the potential of what we of what we have you know in the entertainment industry and of course we're not just talking just movies of course we're also talking music we're talking fashion and every other allied areas right of what this 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 does for the country yeah because uh, yeah, yeah, because if people know that, oh, their music is good, their movies is good, it translates also into tourism, it, it boots our tourism sector, I mean, post-pandemic. It and puts then people us may on just the world map. Yeah, it puts us on the world map, yeah. So uh, how do you guys think social media has influenced this, really, has been a catalyst for all of this, for this growth? For me,
0: I I felt uh, there's been a... Because we've been able to, due to the globalization of a thing now, where we are all connected one way or the other. So you see situations whereby memes, uh, certain parts of videos are able to go so much far. And even for music videos, for example you see our culture, our attitude, something about the dance we make from wo, uh, to Bobo, different dance here and there, and so you've we've all been able to see one way or the other, um, our, our heart, our creativity being pushed out there where you see, you see big names, uh, people like whiskey, Davido, uh, Bona, uh, Tua Savage. You I mean I like they're featuring big artists, even before them, way before them, you've seen a situation where the um, whole artists have been able to uh, uh, get in contact with them. So for me, uh, social media has definitely helped out and it has removed certain barriers that were there. It's, uh, it takes like, I, there was a time, was it Drake? He saw a, a young kid, maybe his video, maybe, I think maybe on Twitter or Instagram, the guy was just rapping all stage. On a normal day, Drake, which was a big artist, would never be able to see uh, such a kid and, like, co-sign him. You understand? So there are things that social media has definitely helped and, like, promoted music that has gone far. And from streaming to um, TikTok, where you see challenges being performed for particular songs and all of that. So social media has... Definitely, definitely for me, play the role and ensure to promote the Nigerian culture and even the African culture and make you see, oh, this is the side of us. Our music these days, you see more Nigerian content, content there, and which has drawn people, investors down here. Beautiful point,
1: very beautiful point, especially the points about TikTok, um, you know, catalyzing growth, especially in our music space. Uh, we saw, I mean, last year you could see all these songs like "Do You Care." Um, by Simi um Know You, you know, that were used by people from different countries, right, around the world on TikTok. And that was like a very good spin, you know, to make sure that the songs were heard by persons who were not, you know, um, Nigerians. And of course, it's, it sheds more light on the quality of our music and in the abundance of talent that we have. Promise, what do you think about social media as a catalyst, you know, for growth in the Nigerian entertainment industry?
3: I mean, um, I recall that I think Nicki Minaj, when she first, you know, started, you know, she was one of the first persons to break out of the traditional mode of, um, she was under a record label, but I know she used to post a lot of her music on like YouTube and um, MySpace and all those type of apps. So it has been, social media has been very useful in promoting artists, for example. So you have a lot of artists now who can hop on social media, people like Blackbones, you can hop on social media and promote the hell out of your music. It has brought us a lot of options. You can host your music on streaming platforms and now you know, okay, you're going to hustle to get people to stream. So I think social media has been very important. Every single thing from fashion, to music, to movies, the promotion that you can get on social media, if you can gather um promotion on social media and have a lot of people you know know about it. And anticipates that, oh, I'm releasing this, I'm releasing that. And because social media builds a community, and if there's one thing on social media, you know, especially for Nigerians, we want to stick together, we want to support. And social media has also helped us to reach Nigerians in the diaspora. So 2005 it's possible, you could have released a movie in 2005, and a lot of Nigerians in the diaspora would not know about it. But today, you're going to release something and people in diaspora are going to know about it because it's social media and it connects all of us. You're talking about fashion houses, the guys, the, um, melodias and all of that because people post it on social media and then it's kind of, and, and I think one thing that social media has also done for us is it has given us a sense of pride in who we are. So in the early 2000s ish, you know, it, it was like a cool thing for you not to know Nigerian music, as weird as it sounds. You know, pe- people were like, you were a cool kid if you listened to the 50 Cents, to the Eminem's, you listened to the Jay-Z's, to Tupac, Biggie. It was it was cool. Those were the it kids. And if you're listening to Nigerian music, music it's like, okay, really? So... But but with the advent of social media and a lot a host of other things, you know, everybody's trying to reconnect with their roots. So things like that, ideologies like that started to gain popularity, started to gain traction. So now everybody wants to connect. And now we have, you know, it's it's almost impossible for a radio station to not play Nigerian music. Of course, we play every time. So I, I really think that that's 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 one of the ways or that's a major way in which social media helped push or oh, social media was a catalyst for growth in the entertainment industry because it brought people together. It gave us a sense of pride in who we are, and that that made a lot of people want to listen to Nigerian music, watch Nigerian movies, buy Nigerian, and you know, and it's it's amazing to see.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, no, I'm I'm thinking about what you said. Um, the, you, you said things about building community, and it makes sense because of how we like to stick to to, to each other, stick together. Or rather give the sense of feeling of sticking to together um there was something interesting you said about you know the fact you used the Nicki minaj analogy and how she was able to break free from record label issues by adopting non-traditional channels to be able to promote her music and then you said something about how um that sort of took away gatekeepers in for instance in nigerian music industry because um Yes. Or yeah, you can now probably have more access or independence, so to speak. And I wanted you to briefly um highlight what how that has probably maybe say strengthened uh, more strengthened women in, in the entertainment industry. I mean thinking about it years yeah. back, say a if if Funke Akindele, you know, doing a movie that becomes this influential will have probably been on untold of or, or or not thought about. And you see like oh, Moabudu Mo, and the rest. So do you think, um, what do you think is changing when it comes to women being in the entertainment space and holding ground? What do you think is uh, the, the root cause for this?
3: I think feminism and social media, again, I will I will have to come back to social media. Um, the fact that it exposes us to a lot of things, we, and this is in a positive light now, you know, you're exposed to a lot of things where pe- people are now starting to realize the ways in which women are oppressed and you know we have a lot of wonderful women on social media who are going all out to dismantle the bondage that is patriarchy and and so now now it's not just you know a couple of old guys who are running the business because the truth is when you have just a couple of guys who are gatekeeping a lot of them you know they are powerful so they of course The sexism would come into play. So I I really think that, um, feminism, the fact that feminism has gained ground a lot in Nigeria. Um, a lot of people now identify as feminists. A lot of people now realize the subtle ways in which different actions or similar microaggressions affect women. And, um, kind of hold women down in the industry but it's it's not all it's not all bliss to be honest it's not all bliss to be honest there's still there's still a lot of work that needs to be done i just wanted to just chip that in yeah. because i mean for example you i had this argument years back with a friend about yemi Alade. um yamela is one of the in my opinion she's one of the biggest acts to come out of nigeria because she regularly sells out um, sta- um, venues in other African countries. And it's one thing to not like Yemi Alade's music, but there was a time on social media where it was people were going all out for her, like, oh, her lyrics, her this, her that. And I had this argument with someone, and, and I said... If you're criticizing Yemi day for her lyrics, why are you not criticizing the Davido's? Why are you not criticizing Techno? Why are you not criticizing you enjoy their music and and whatever the lyrics are, you, you kind of flow. You yeah, you kind of flow with it, but then there's like a higher standard. So we, we still have to battle that. There's like a higher standard for women where it's like, oh, you know, they always bring like, in I'm your more marriage. Like, more like.
1: More like a double standard. More
3: Yeah, definitely. They always bring in your marriage, you know, oh she cheated on her husband. Oh, she's not married, or oh, she's irresponsible. I mean, the people have had meltdowns over a lot of Tiwa Savage's actions. And I'm just like, okay, but is he really that serious? So yeah, I I, I think that um feminism definitely the fact that a lot more people are more aware about women empowerment and all of that and social media has also you know it has opened our eyes there's so many things that were acceptable behaviors in 2005 that if you do now everyone is going to be like oh my god that's so misogynistic that's sexist and that has helped a lot of our female acts
1: Thank you very much, Promise. Uh, like, brilliant takes there to be honest. And it's true. I think um, what social media has done is um to especially Twitter is to promote um not necessarily promote, but then you know, make sure that the, 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 the culture of um of trying as much as possible for gender equality is entrenched. Yeah. So and I think it's giving women stronger voices. Um people are seeing women actually take on stuff and inspires other younger women who look up to them to actually give them the ability to be able to, you know, achieve whatever they want to achieve. And that's translated into more diversity in our creative spaces because we are seeing women say, okay, yes, we can do this because X is doing this, so why can't we? And then, you know, that translates again into um, an abundance of talent and more visibility of our creativity as a country. So Kevin, yeah. So um, quick take, um, Kevin, briefly, just tell us how you think, um, social media has been opening up. I'm surprised nobody's talked about how you know our memes, or oh, you guys don't see that as entertainment. I mean, it
0: was like worldwide, man. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Like so, tell
0: yeah. Us, so tell us, Kevin,
2: yeah. Besides the memes, know. even the um, even the skits, even the skits, and I was going to get to that. Like, um, I, I think the skits are underappreciated anyway. So, you're talking about social media, right? So, um, promise, Bellumi, and yourself have already, um, spoken enough on how social media has helped i think social media has helped in three big respects right there is the community one and there's two and i think it's the biggest um, advantage which is the publicity the visibility right so i I think social media is the bull of the bullets like ordinarily really, you need to be signed, you need to have so many street spread and stuff like that. But with the right retweets and um, and shares you can blow overnight, right? So there is there is the community, there is the publicity, and then most importantly there is the monetization. Like I, I think we always downplay this alongside the skits, right? Like those guys who you see doing skits, one of the ways they monetize apart from the ads which they do on social media via their social media platform is through um all these um, affiliate marketing sites and things like um, YouTube, they use the YouTube um, monetization platform and yeah. and earn money like, and they are ending in dollars, right? So that, that's why you see many of these kid guys are more comfortable than they should have been, without social media. So social media it's it's, it's big in these three respects: there's a community, there is a publicity, and there is the the money, the monetization. It it becomes easier to monetize via social media. And another thing that we, we I think. Has actually helped tech in Nigeria. It's, um, it helps um, entertainment law in Nigeria as a tech space, right? Um, speaking of women powers, like we have um, Remy Njoku, who I think in 2013 launched um, Rock Studios. Or is it Rock Studios or is it Rock Studios? Rock Studios. And she's making so much money. Uh, and it comes back to monetization because ordinary she would have to have um, sold her movie to. One of all these DSTV platforms, maybe African Magic and stuff like that, or she would have to take it to the cinema. But like she's Netflixing it. Like people are now subscribing. I know, I know a lot of persons are subscribe to Rock. It's it's cheaper than yeah. conventional um, um cable TV, and it's very entertaining. And and she's even taking a step, a step. She's even taking the step up. Like she even commissions her own movies. Like Rock commissions her own movies. So they, they pay directors to pro- and producers to produce movies and then they stream it on their side so it creates employment look i I like i'm a big fan of nigerian entertainment space like and our music space like wow they they are on par with the rest of the world so like i really love nigerian entertainment let's just let me just leave it there i'm a fan
1: (laughs) So, so i'm thinking i'm thinking about what you said you know about the the community publicity and money you know as um and i'm looking at for instance the videos version of um you know advertisements or marketing you know Davido has probably one of the is probably the biggest followed artists and across social platforms yeah and, and um you know there's that entire community and also when you look at stands you know i'm, I'm looking at stand ships, for instance like whisked msc the Boys, and how has created it's some outsiders. sort of community and in and in turn yeah and in turn how that creates publicity and of course that now brings money to um to to the to the artist himself. Interestingly, you know, we, I mean, I don't know if it was on a podcast we were talking about Mister Easy's purported idea of finding a way to, you know, yeah,
2: monetize. I remember, that. yeah, it wasn't on the yeah, podcast when we had that community. discussion. Yeah, I, I remember.
1: Yeah, so Mister Easy's attempts to monetize community, and it makes sense because I think what we're doing, like Promise mentioned, we have a sense of togetherness. And um, that community helps, you know, feed the publicity and of course helps create the money. Um, very brilliant take. So um, I think, what what would you guys yeah, think I want to, is that okay. I mean, yeah, so we can go on promise, it's fine.
3: No, 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 ask your, ask your question. Well, Whatever well, I want to say, I would add it to.
1: Yeah, all right, great. So what do you guys think um, it's the, you know, we have film, we have fashion, we have music, what do you guys think is the most in ranking? You could just rank like your top three. What you think is like the most promising niches we have right oh, now, and then the challenges promising. that we have, we have with these niches, and um, you know what you suggest?
2: Yeah, you'd bring suggest up. To,
1: to probably to probably um, ensure that we are at par with the rest of the world when it comes to when it comes to those niches. Tell me.
0: Um, I would start with uh, music. Then the um, Nollywood. and music. I would all yeah. I would also look at our creators uh, online, people with different skits and all of that, fashion and all of that. So that's the way I would rank it. Why for me? Why music is that? There's a trajectory is going. I think was it Davido and Bonner, They interviewed them on some. Uh, I, I forgotten the radio station they interviewed them right now, but. They asked them, said there was a time they didn't want them. That they didn't, uh, people, were, people were not aware of Nigeria. It was just, Nigeria was just like, um, they're just there, you understand? Now everybody wants them. There's the um, old Afrobeat kind of thing. Although everybody wants to, wants to try and come home, try and understand, try and touch and understand the music. And there's this huge appreciation for Nigerian music. And one of the things is that we have good producers, good DJs right now holding it down. And so many artists with good lyrics and uh, just different sounds, so much beauty in the music industry. I feel that the only issue with uh, the music industry is there's no structure, that there's more of a um, sometimes a bit bureaucratic in a way, sometimes the money is not well uh, shared across, so to speak. But I, I still see that there's still a venue for money. A monetization happening and I've seen artists like you mentioned Mr. Easy creating platform for other people like the Empower he created to make artists without money uh, being able to put up videos and different uh, people making it like video helping out people young and upcoming artists people creating their record label going outside the normal having maybe at them back then Kenny's records like different artists and uh, why few the the little issue the little issue with uh, for me with the film industry is there's still the issue of copyright uh, and they still need to be well funded. We have issues of bad road. There's a way. There's a place of where they need government too. So that's one little issue with the um, uh, with the industry and it needs to be funded and this there's this thing, there's still more things done on handshake than basically contracts. This still trickles down to even the film industry. Whereas, on like the um, the creative part, we even see where, I think there was a time, maybe it was not Lagos, that they're trying to make laws uh, for creators that they have to pay money, blah, 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 and all of that. Uh, we have a government that we all say that if they're not implementing the right laws, the right policy, or helping them grow and forgetting that the music industry, the music, the the entertainment industry in general, have a role to play in the GDP of a country. And even in other countries, looking at China, South Korea, um, uh, UK, the US, how much even India itself has played in the GDP and how it has uh, moved people from even the poverty class and I think uh, the entertainment industry in a year, I think it plays more than 1 million people. So that, that's basically what I say too.
1: Thanks. Thank, thank you, Kuelumi. So Kuelumi talked about, I mean, Kevin, me Kuelumi talk talked about funding. Um, he talked about the informality of um, the sector, generally of all the niches. And he also talked about bad regulations and, or lack of regulations. So what are your, you know, your niches? Um, if you rank them briefly, and what do you think are the challenges that are associated and um, what would you suggest that we boost to boost those challenges, or rather to tackle those challenges, so as we can boost um, publicity, community, and money, like you talked about.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, I think this is a no-brainer. Um, by my, okay, it's kind of like you, like a little bit difficult because it depends on the perspective you are seeing it from. Like, I think our music industry comes first because the movie, sorry, the music industry, it's like the quality of our music stands shoulder to shoulder with every kind of music that comes out from the whole world. Like the music industry comes first, right? And then we have our movie industry. That's Nollywood. Nollywood produces, Nollywood is the second largest producer of movies in the whole world. Like we are second only to India, right? So, and that's the number of movies produced per year. So like the the music, uh, the movie industry comes second. So the music the movie industry and then we have other industries our tv okay our our cable tv is doing good um i I think one place where there is a a kind of like um prospects we're not yet tapped into it is the animation space right the animation space like i'm still looking for a good nigerian animation that reflect our culture and and japanese the japanese are, are, are cashing out billions from it like like yearly, cashing out billions from me. We are still both. I, I know we'll get there, right? So, we also have our, um, our artists, like I, I mean, creative artists now, digital artists, and um, the, like people who draw. It's, it's kind of like our recreational space is kind of um, underrated. And then we also have the skitters, like the guys who do the skits. Like, I, I see them as a very big part of the industry as well. So, um, th- that's my ranking. The music has to come first, like, they, they are too good. So, um, if if you're talking about the if you're talking about the impediments, there's there's the problems, challenges they face. Uh, I I I can point out two like so many challenges, but the two biggest challenges to me are um one the government of course, and two poverty, which really is just the government and the government. So in the first instance, the government doesn't um, give enough support. There's no there's not there's no enough support like. I'll give you an instance. In um, the US, there is, they are have, have Hollywood Hills, right? You know, this place is just like Hollywood Hills. And I I know there's been clamor for that kind of thing in Nigeria. I don't know how much support the government has given in that respect, especially when entertainment um, and the movie industry contribute so much to our GDP. Like I mentioned, in 2016, it was 23 in 2017 it rose by 0.44 percent so like these things are helping our gdp and the government is not doing anything about it There are no re- regulations legislatures are being legislature is being slothful judiciary is <laughs> that one is another problem on its own so I, I think the government can do better and then the second problem i'll try to wrap up the second problem is poverty like like our movies don't grow high enough in my estimation Because people don't watch it in the cinemas, because people pirate them by downloading them online, because people don't have enough money to stream these things, or people don't have enough money to go to the cinema. So I I think if Nigerians were wealthier, we will not have that problem. So I I don't think there's any silver bullet to solve that kind of problem, but it's a problem. So other than that, our entertainment space is just wonderful, marvellous, and there's so many prospects, like... So much
1: perspective that, that makes it that makes a lot of sense, that yeah. makes a lot of sense, especially. Um, the conversation around poverty, um, sometimes you, your creative space is only as wealthy as the people. Um, it's like when we had our yeah, economy, exactly when, we, when we we're talking about the legal markets and why the legal markets wasn't as lucrative, it boils down to the same core, which is poverty. So, once the market is poor, definitely. You can't reward people who are trying to monetize the markets because, of course, there's no money. So, um, promise before. um, So, I would ask you very quickly to just say your to rank your top three niches. Then, right after you rank your top three niches, um, I would like you to shed more light on what you think the government can do to probably regulate this space better. But if not even necessarily regulate this space, but encourage investments and you know. Shop revenue really from from that
3: yeah um definitely my top three music of course has to come first and i think music comes first for me because you know they've been doing this for i don't know a, a much longer time in in, yeah. in a sense that um m- music has been on on this trajectory far longer than any other um, one i rank music first also because um it's short music connects people people always connect with music, even though you don't understand the language, you don't understand the culture, music always unites people. And also because, um, you know, it's it's short, it's easy, and we have a lot of good guys who are doing amazing work. And then, of course, next is movies. And because movies is, movies are, they're great, but they're a lot of money. I mean, for example, you look at a Clarence Peters videos, for, for example, and let's say a four-minute video costs 5 million naira. Now, multiply that by a a one hour movie that's like tens of millions of millions so and that money is not readily available so it's 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 just it's just not going to be at the level music is unfortunately because we don't have as much funding when yeah. it comes to ways in which governments can help i I think that um public private partnership is really needed. We need people who are willing to invest, who are willing to back up our movies, our movies especially because without funding, there's so much that we cannot do. There's so much that we cannot. So basically, first of all, government has to do is play its first role, make the Nigerian economy work. I think there are a lot of things that if if you had a working system, if you had a working society, these things will fall into place. But it also helps for the government to you know look um try to convince these private people to get into private public private partnerships where we can fund movies we can invest in movies and and hope that okay we we make great returns so we can you know quality of our movies definitely need to improve so we can submit them for like um, film festivals and hopefully win more awards because the more awards you win the more recognition you get the more recognition you get the more um, the bigger your audience and all of that. So, yeah, um, definitely, I think government funding, I, I really think funding, and also structure. But this is not necessarily the government's job. But I definitely think that in our movie and music industry, we desperately need structure. We desperately need a legal framework to guide us because a lot of people are getting exploited. and And just, it's hard to break in. And there's so many things that are going wrong because we do not have a legal framework.
1: Thanks, thank, thank you for what you right. Um, I mean, if you do not have a legal framework, you may not have. You would have a situation whereby a lot of creatives go unrewarded, you know, a lot of contracts do not get enforced, and stuff of that sort. So it's, I think, it's a very big issue, and it's something the government should actually look into. Kevin, so follow well, me. Yeah, so what do you think the government can do? Can do, um, you know, to enable, you know, the Nigerian entertainment industry to reach its true potential.
0: It's quite, uh, I think, uh, for me, I would say, I'll put it like two to three things. First of all, funding. Second of all, uh, assisting in any way. I'm not stifling the goods, you understand? Uh, I'm talking with the producers, coming at a round table, not just talking, but just implementing things. I've seen, there's a time I saw uh, Jason Njoku, when he was complaining about certain policies that were not favoring Iroko and talking about maybe branching out to other countries, which shouldn't be so. He said, which shouldn't be so. I think there was a roundtable, but at the end of the day, it was still saying that there was really nothing that changed per se. You understand? So I would always say that it should be beyond coming to a roundtable, implementing certain things. You have certain laws that are there that should be affected and maybe improved on also too and uh, there, are, there are things like uh, especially about even for not just if we improve in the way to improve it also is having laws better industrial laws because you are employing certain people so people are being employed and they, they are still paid little to nothing you understand
1: because
0: so that's about it for me
1: yeah so um thanks for me so summarily um we're expecting government to help you know come up with better regulations so it starts to better protect yeah. creatives um, to also make sure that... Yeah, it, you know, from- sorry.
3: I, wanted to, I wanted to quickly chip in on the regulatory thing. Like you see what's happening in Lagos, a lot of music producers always, and even um, music directors always complain that you know when you go to location... You have these omolinhas coming to disturb you asking for money and all of that. And this has led a lot of music producers to, you know, shoot videos outside the country. So I think it's very important for government to look into that aspect and regulate that.
1: Definitely, definitely, absolutely. So there's that and there's also funding, making sure that there's access to funding, ensuring that you know there's good structures for financing and better structures for copyright protection, you know, taking into context. The very um evolving space, you know, of the entertainment industry. I think we've we've taken a very you know short insight into what the industry looks like. We've seen what um the prospects and uh, the prospects are huge. Like Kevin Kevin um rightly mentioned with the stats, its potential contribution to our GDP is extremely enormous because Nigerians are extremely creative people, and if we harness this. We're definitely having, you know, a sector that could contribute very, very, very huge um, revenue to, to our country. So thank you guys for staying around with us on the Myanmar Guys Dem podcast where we talked about the Nigerian entertainment industry. Um, Kevin. Yo. Yep. Yeah, what, you, what anime are you watching this week?
2: Uh, <laughs> so many, so many, so many. Like, the weekend is coming, so I'm most likely going to read one piece i I think it's the best piece of fiction in the world right now, so yeah I'll read it what
1: fiction is that what fiction are you reading
2: one piece it's um, one Piece. oh by yeah, who? it's called one piece it's it's the highest selling comic book, the second highest selling comic book in the world after spider man
1: right oh oh great, 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 great promise why are you listening to what are you reading what are you watching um you watching?
3: I'm watching drag race. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race, but um also because I mean it's art and it's beautiful. So yeah. Then what else? Oh, I'm also reading James Hadley Chase. I'm I'm rereading the books in the series, you know. I'm currently on um what's the one I'm I'm reading now? I can't I, the name is skipping my head, But That's that's the one I'm reading. Something about Nick Perelli, yeah. So, yeah, reading James Hadley Chase, watching Drag Race.
1: Great. Wells, what, what are you listening to? Uh,
0: nothing. But just, uh, I think I'm listening to what's new this song? Just like maybe old albums and stuff. Just like bumping to old albums and just trying to get my head in different places. And I was reading a blog I sent a while ago about career moats to... Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, yeah wish should yeah. thanks for that. I I'll tell everybody whoever needs it, just drop a comment and definitely you need yeah. to read that. You would enjoy it. Yeah. Then uh, I'm reading the book Yo uh, Five Next Move by this guy, what's uh, the Patrick Ben? I can't remember his name. I'm bad with names, I'm sorry guys, but well, yeah. <laughs> That's about it for me
1: yeah um, on my part i'm listening i'm currently listening to zay malik's new album um, i think zay malik yeah. is extremely undirected i'm listening to yeah, listening yeah. To
3: it's it's his one direction days that are haunting him people don't take boy bands so seriously no for real they don't
1: yeah so i'm listening to uh, nobody's, are you sure? nobody's listening surprisingly that's the name of his album nobody's listening and I, it pains me so much if he thinks nobody's listening i'm paying because i'm listening <laughs> so I'm listening to nobody's listening by Zim Malik. I'm also listening to DVSN, which is an extremely oh. sensual album. I'm using our feelings, yeah. Kevin. Kevin, you sounds like you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, like um, I, I listened a lot of this album, so like I want oh, yeah. to Yeah, then That's I'm
1: central. reading. I'm reading um, insanely simple, the obsession that drives Apple success by Ken Segal. It's analyzes Apple, the entire business structure and how they try to make sure that whatever they do is simple. So
2: that's nice. I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, it should do. So that's that about doubt on the Myanmar Guys Them podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us as we ramble. Make sure you listen to our podcast across every single platform and like and retweet and share. From Myanmar Guys Them, thank you. Peace out.
3: Bye. Bye.